Hey everybody, you're listening to the High Session Soy Podcast, where we talk about everything local and beyond. I'm John Yamasato, your host, and joining me today is Mr. Kyle Shimabukuro. How's it? Mr. Devin Nakoba. What's up? We will have Sorry. Dara Dung on the podcast in a little bit, but she's going to be zooming in. So we're going to do a quick uh, front load of the podcast, just mm-hmm. the three of us, and then she'll be coming on as our special guest today. Before we begin, we can re- I'll remind our listeners of the ways they can stay in touch with the show. There is Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at High Sessions. You can go to SoundCloud, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts to listen to the podcast for free, by the way. While you're there, please rate us five stars. Five stars are bust. Anything less than that, it's okay. We're, we're good. Yeah, no need. <laughs> no need. All right, you can go to highsessions at yahoo.com to email us. And if you'd like to help the show get more music on the channel, please go to patreon.com and donate. There you will be more involved with the show and help determine who and what is filmed. We'd like to thank Dana from Washington, who was our latest. Yay! Hey, thank you, Dana. Thank you, Dana. Um, and Koopa Koopa Landscaping, our sponsor. If you have any kind of landscaping work that needs to be done, you can call Koopa Koopa Landscaping at 808-722-8685 or go to koopakoopalandscaping.com. we also like to thank Fort Ruger Market we don't have any Fort Ruger Market food today. Yeah. But, but their I, food's good. I just ate there yesterday, in fact. It. I had the oh, chicken long rice. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, I love their chicken long rice bowl, man. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It was so funny because... So, the lady was putting it in one container, and then she got mixed up, so she got one of the bowls. But I'm like, oh, you can put it in the smaller bowl. I don't need that much. But then she filled the small bowl up too high. <laughs> So then she had to dump it into the big bowl and then take the right. So I had like three containers of just <laughs> so random stuff. When you're a, you lived on this side of the island. When you were a kid, was Ruger Market something that you ate regularly, or did you, you just recently discovered it? I used to go it? there for the boiled peanuts all the time. My grandpa used mm. to take me there. Mm. But then as I got older, I guess it just kind of fell off the radar because I, you know, none of my friends or anything were into Ruger Market. But mm. when I was little, so from like maybe zero to ten. That, well, not zero, but that, you know, when I eat solid food. So two to ten, then nothing for 20-something years. Because hmm. you, you eat there on a regular basis now. Yeah, it's so convenient. Yeah. It's like, right, because the High Session Studio is right by there. My office is right by there. Uh. You just run and you grab stuff. And I, it's better to me, it's better food than if I go to McDonald's or Jack in the Box or, you know, any fast food kind of stuff. No offense to McDonald's or Jack in the Box because I do go there quite often but if i can i'd rather eat a chicken long rice plate i feel that's a little bit more like has more nutrients than a cheeseburger from mcdonald's <laughs> for some reason i don't know maybe i'm wrong but it just feels that so way more home cooking yeah you know? it feels more like belly full kind of food see i grew up in my 20s around kamiki and literally down the street was ruger market so i oh I yeah, used to yeah. Eat there all the time as a yeah. kid in my 20s to like 30s yeah and you know, after I moved away, I, every once in a while, I would just drive by and pull in and grab a poke bowl or something or a Hawaiian plate. But now, yeah, I like going there often too, you know, and just, it's good. Yeah. Especially because everything is takeout now. Mm-hmm. So it's not yeah. like I can go to Zippy's and sit in Zippy's and eat. Yeah. You're going to have to take that out too anyway. So if I'm going to take it out, I'm going to get go at Ruger Market, you know. So speaking of food, I heard you have a story. You have so a 20 a, minute story? I have, oh, it's not 20 minutes, but I mean, I said it's Wait, 20 minutes. Did we can, get everything? We got Kupu Kupu. Oh, oh, well, you can find Devin on Kumu 94.7. You go to highlifeclothing.com to find Kyle's designs. And that's it. That's okay. the intro. All right, cool. I'll, yeah, I guess I'll introduce Denby when she. Denby? Dara. Wait, Dara. Dara. Oh, Sorry. There's but. Denby, Dara, and Dana, right? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I get them all, like. I mean, if I saw them, I know who they are, but then I get the names of them because they're all D's, right? Okay. Well, yeah. there's the tallest one. That's how you know for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So here's this, this uh, problem that I have self-control. So, you know, yesterday I had this ridiculous day. Um, I've been self-employed like all my life. I've never had a regular job. So when you're self-employed or you have these kind of schedules, I don't know if you guys did like this, but there's days that I have like no meetings or no nothing and then mm-hmm. there's days it's just like packed yeah with me it's never consistent right it's always just like kind of feast or famine kind of thing anyway yesterday was one of those like 
crazy days. I, had, I my meetings started at ten o'clock a.m. and I had meetings all the way till ten o'clock p.m. So I had twelve wow. hours straight of just like either a meeting or we had the live stream last night. Yeah. So there was always just something going on, right? Okay. <laughs> so at two o'clock in the morning, p.m. Okay. Afternoon. I have this two o'clock meeting with a client of mine. Very sweet guy. Brings me a Annie's sweet potato hapia pie. Oh, nice. Okay. okay. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So, so I get the pie and I'm like, bruh, I cannot put this. I'm at work, right? I'm like, if I put this in the, the fridge, the it's fridge, gone. It's gone, dude. So yeah. we're going to open it up because that happens periodically at our Why office. Why don't you just put a do not open? It don't matter. It people, matter. People figure out a way. Yeah, they, they, they eat it, man. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. We just so, get people wild animals. Yeah. Back. So, so I put it in the um, in the fridge outside on the lanai, where you know you cannot normally people don't go over there. So now I got this hapia pie, and I have a two o'clock meeting that goes to a four o'clock meeting. Then I got the live stream. So okay, I got to take this pie out of here because at five o'clock they close the lanai. You they lock it. Oh, you pawn the oh. whole pie, John. So then I took it, I left it at the, at the um, stream. We were supposed to eat it at the stream, but I, so I was thinking I was just gonna just start eating like the pie just straight out like of the plate. Like I'm not even cut slices. Cause like I thought, a plate lunch. Yeah, like a plate lunch or something <laughs> like that. But then, then Dave said, Dave and Darren said they wanted a slice. So I was like, okay. So then, and then, then it turns out everyone had to leave after the stream. So no one took a slice. Mm-hmm. So now I got this. So I bring the pie home. So full pie. But then Stace made katsu. But now it's like 8.30 at night. It's I late eaten, already. I haven't eaten dinner yet. Okay. Uh-huh. So I pound all this katsu and I'm full. But I'm like, man, I got this pie that's sitting in the, in the <laughs> thing, you know. That somebody gave you. That somebody gave yeah. me. Yeah. So then, but now, like, you know, I'm too full. So I ended up, I'm exhausted. I, I had meetings, right? All the way till like 10.30, I'm on I'm in meetings and stuff. Well, by then it's conference calls on the phone. So I go to sleep at like 11.30. And as soon as I wake up this morning, I'm like, now is my day. Now is my chance. I can yeah. hit this pie. So I cut this big ass piece of sweet potato hapia pie and I whacked it this morning. It was too much pie, man. <laughs> like my stomach is sore now because I ate so much pie yeah. in one sitting. So the moral of the story, I guess, is this. You got to pace yourself. You know, I had all this built up like desire for this pie i i thought that you know in the history of your pie eating on a yearly basis it only happens on thanksgiving that's pumpkin pie yeah you eat a whole pumpkin pie i can eat a whole pump yeah you don't have stomachache after that but that sweet potato pie it weighs like six pounds Mm -hmm. yeah it's it is it's dense it is a dense pie so you're not gonna eat for like two days now (laughs) well you know to be honest i was feeling really bad and then i had this 11 o'clock meeting today and i thought oh man i don't know if i'm gonna make it to this thing but I made it, and now I think it's. I've had enough time to kind of digest, so I feel pretty good. So I might have a hit after um, dinner tonight. Okay. Slice. But I'm gonna pace myself. Pace, on don't the, eat on the too much of the pie. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because I just had this conversation with my daughter. We've been doing this thing on the weekends where we just kind of talk for like half an hour, and um, and I've had this conversation with my son too. So I tell them there is their past self which they can reflect on. There's their <clears throat> present self, which is what they're doing today. Mm-hmm. And then there's their future self, who they're going to be, right? Yeah. And if you always plan for your future self, you become your future self, right? Well, sometimes, yeah, okay. Yeah. So if you think about your future self when you're doing your day-to-day, then you, you'll always be happy because your your present self is planning for your future self, you know? So we talked. But then, will you ever learn to appreciate the present? Yeah, you appreciate the present, but you got to think about. A lot of people don't think about their future self. They just all present. Well, obviously, when you eat the pie, you wasn't thinking of your future self. I was not thinking about my future self. That's what I'm saying. Oh. I'm not practicing what I'm preaching. But you wouldn't have known if you ate the big pie, you would have got stomachache. Oh. I don't know. It's a pretty big piece of pie. (laughs) It's like almost a fourth of the whole pie that I ate at one sitting, you know? After <laughs> eating all the katsu. Yeah, after the katsu. And then I had, like I said, the chicken long rice from Ruga Market for lunch yeah. yesterday. Now, Devin, so, Devin, on the other hand, he can eat pie. Brother Devin, loves pie. Bring it over here. I eat them all. So well, no, not that one. I'm sorry. I, I don't eat sweet potato pie. But Well, let me ask you this. If you had a choice between pie or cake, 
pie. You oh, pie? Wait, what kind of cake? Any kind of cake. If it's white cake with butter frosting, I probably eat the white cake with butter frosting. Over pie? Really? Oh, yeah. You're a white cake guy? I had no idea. Yeah, man. It's oh, no. I think I'm a pie guy. Like, I would go pie pretty What kind much. pie? Well, I, I, like I, the aforementioned, or the pre-mentioned pumpkin pie. Okay. What about, what about pie. banana cream? My friend Cal makes this oh, amazing banana cream, banana cream, cream pie. You know, that's the only pie yeah. that I'm not... That's that like not is equivalent to cake. No, it's not. Banana, banana cream pie. No, no for not. me. Oh, yeah, I like that. Although, if you, okay, if if our friend uh, Cal, I don't well, Cal. Yeah, Rad if, Cal, if Cal. No, huh? No, different Cal. No, different, oh, different Cal. Cal. Okay. Cal. Who's Rad Cal? That's your cousin. Yeah, my cousin. There. That's Cal Carius. Okay. We're talking about Cal Wong. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So Cal Wong is our friend of who, a friend of ours. Yeah, he makes his banana cream pie. Good. It's fantastic, yeah. Okay. And then uh, my friend Cheryl makes a good it. one too. Yeah, it's really, really, really good. But uh, chocolate cream pie is really good, like Ted's. Oh yeah, well, Ted's I can Ted's even go with that. Yeah. Ted's makes Ted's a good lemon pie. pie or lemon something, lemon cream cheese. I don't even know. I don't even bother with the rest of the flavors. <laughs> I just go with the chocolate. I don't even. Yeah. I don't even buy the because there's chocolate mac, right? There's chocolate halpia. Those are good, but I don't know. There's something very pure about getting the. Now with cake, can you guys go with dobash cake? It's too light. I, Nobody likes Everybody dobash. likes eating dobash. I'm, I'm the not, only I'm person. I'm not a fan of dobash. Even red velvet. You remember that red velvet? Yeah, Crazy. I don't Everybody's like red velvet. Uh, yeah, I'm not a big red like, velvet. Well, it's just, just colorful chocolate cake. Just red chocolate cake. Yeah, it's more like white chocolate. That's why. Yeah. Uh, it's know, weird it's because, sweet. yeah, but I, I can eat a whole dobash cake by myself. How many people do you think just turned off this thing when we just talked about pie? I well, no, they love of, when we talk yeah, about food. I was going to say, yeah, that there's a good amount of people that like There may be people upset because we don't, some, two of us don't like really dobash cake and it's it's like a family staple for parties. But really? No. Yeah. Every every time we have a, a party, mm. uh, like a birthday party at our office, Somebody in it always brings dobash. You remember cake. before when we were kids, the the pie that people would bring would be that Jello pie. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, with it's hard to find a good one now, though. Yeah, hard to find a good one. But you remember, um, Charkas and Pogo, they used to always have that. Oh, when you eating face. the pie, yeah, yeah. And the Jello pie. <laughs> he looked, doesn't remember. The Jello pie looked like the pie face pie, right? Sometimes. Yeah. So I remember when I was a kid, and we were at my auntie's house, and my cousins were a little bit older, teenagers, and I was like, probably like six or seven years old. They had that pie sitting on the table. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> did not. I, yeah, I think I watched too much Checkers and Polo. So I grabbed the pie and went, pie face! I boom right in my cousin's face. <laughs> oh, I thought you'd shove your face. No, and eating them. Surprisingly, they didn't beat me up. But I guess I was really young. You were really. But young. he must have been pissed. Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking. I but that, to, that's kind of your mo, dude. I need to apologize to him. <laughs> yeah, it's only been forty years. Oh, way more than that. But yeah. yeah. Can you imagine that? He walks up to his cousin at a party. Hey, by the way, uh, I just want to apologize. <laughs> Can I come and put the, the pie in your face? I just talked to him yesterday. <laughs> and he's like, what? I just talked to him yesterday. <laughs> I, I forgot to apologize to him. I, I'll, I'll, I'll make it. I'll okay, apologize. You apologize year. right now. Randy, I'm, I'm sorry. I put that um, pie in your face when, we were, when I was a kid. I didn't mean to. Randy, you better watch the pod now. <laughs> <laughs> He's your one and only public uh, apology yeah. for the thing. Sorry. That's so funny. <laughs> I remember one time I used to watch cartoons and, you know, like anytime they needed to make somebody sneeze, they would like throw pepper in their face mm-hmm. in the cartoon. So I went to my the pantry and I got the, the pepper thing out and I, I opened it up and I like sniffed in and all the freaking pepper went in my nose <laughs> and it burned my face. Like, I was like, oh. Did you sneeze? No. Well, maybe I did, but it was more out of pain. Oh. Yeah, yeah. good sized nose too, John. So yeah, that's a lot. Did you ever so, try to um, fool your friends when they're over and say you like Coke, and then they go yeah, and then you fill it up with um ice and show you? <laughs> no, no, Kyle, that's Me just either. you. I never did that. Yeah, that's just you, bro. You did that to Thomas all the time, and he <laughs> fell for it every time. Well, because I would like, and you never apologized to Thomas for that, by the way. I'm sorry, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> It was a challenge for me. So after that first show you incident, he started smelling his drinks. So what I would do was in the next one I would dilute it. <laughs> so he'd be like, it is coke. <laughs> like, ah. Sorry. Yeah, uh, sorry. So torturous, man. I, I know. It's, it's just amazing. it's a work to be Kyle's friend, yeah. <laughs> All right. 
Well, anything else interesting happened to you guys this week that we can talk about to our listeners about? Oh, I watched a show called Squid, the Squid Game on Netflix. The Squid Game? Yes. It is batshit crazy. What is that about? Yeah, I don't even I, know. Well, see, that's the thing. It's hard for me to describe without giving away plot points. Is it a reality show? Or no, like a no, 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 no. Well, I like it's it. A fiction. I don't know. Do you like uh, kind of like kind of violent, um, weird parable? No, you're not gonna like it because there's there's subtitles. Oh, so I gotta oh. read it. Yeah, you gotta read. What country is it from? It's from Korea. Oh. oh. See, I, I think I would enjoy <laughs> it if I have to. Oh. I have to read it. I probably wouldn't enjoy it. But most of the time, I listen to movies or watch movies. I'm working. I don't like to read things. You nah, know? you would have oh. to read this. Yeah, but it's 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 cool. It's it's a fun show. And actually, believe it or not, like my whole family is watching. Oh really? We're all hooked on this show. There's nine. There's nine episodes, so you don't have to watch like twenty something episodes. It's not like four seasons long. I mean, there may be another season, yeah. but um, it, it's it just starts and just goes. It takes. It's about twenty minutes to get to the part where you go, whoa, whoa. But as you watch it, you go, oh, this is cool. You know huh. what surprised me that I liked? Mm. Was The Queen's Gambit. Well, I mean, I heard it's a really good show. Like that's yeah, la- no, but Queen's that's Gambit the really last good. thing I would ever want to yeah. watch. And one day I ran out of stuff to watch when I was working. I'm like, <laughs> all right, I'll just try it. And I end up binge watching the whole thing. Yeah, that's and what happens. It is a fantastic one. show yeah. because of the way they staged everything. Mm-hmm. And then the way that girl was an ugly orphan and grew up to be beautiful it was just amazing how is that Anna Taylor Joy something like that yeah oh. like yeah like how did they make her look so because she's different, in man. person she's really pretty yeah so they just took off all her makeup and made her look dowdy and changed her hair up the transformation is unreal right. but yeah. yeah it's it is a it is a really good show but um what else did we talk about Shang-Chi already we did yeah we, we did, did talk about yeah. Shang-Chi I got the season 5 of Rick and Morty mm-hmm. watching that but it's are you, still into, are you still into The Simpsons? Speaking of... No, I, I haven't watched time? The Simpsons in a long time. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's Every still Every time I pass by something that's got Simpsons on it, I want to buy it for you. <laughs> nah, Just you because it was that. like you, what you were addicted to for a while there. Yeah, I used to love The Simpsons. I mean, I still like The Simpsons. I have nothing against it. Do you them. like Simpsons better than Family Guy? It's hard to say because Simpsons was like, I was really young, right? This is like high school and younger. Family Guy came when I was in my twenties, so it's a little different. He had, a, like, he had girlfriends then, <laughs> so he had other things. I to think Family Guy is his time. one of the most hilarious cartoons ever made. Yeah, it can be. Well, I haven't watched Family Guy either in a long time. Me too. That was batshit crazy too, though, man. It's just funny as yeah, hell. Yeah, I mean, the novelty in the beginning was like, oh my god, they made fun of Mickey Mouse, yeah. and they have Mickey Mouse. How, how are they even doing this? Yeah, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. That that was kind of what grabbed you in the beginning. And then it's like, oh, did, you know. Did you watch Flintstones when you were a kid? Yeah, I watched Flintstones. Dum dum. <laughs> yeah, I watched every episode probably like five times. Oh really? yeah, yeah. It was the only, f- what? Yeah, it was the only prime time cartoon. Yeah, ever. Yeah. Pretty much it. Yeah. Told Simpsons and stuff, but. Yeah. Hmm. Well, nobody's listening now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, well, before we go, because we're only going to do about twenty minutes, and we're going to have uh, Dara, come on. I'm going to have to like, look at my paper every yeah, time. Yeah, you are, actually. Yeah. Um, Want to talk a little bit about the Twitch and what's going on there? Oh, yeah. How was it okay. last night? So it was fun. You know, it's so it's so crazy because we start this Twitch thing. And the, the idea was we have this space downstairs, right? Mm-hmm. We want to turn it into a live streaming platform. Mm-hmm. So we talk to the kids and the kids are telling us Twitch is the way to go mm-hmm. because Twitch can monetize. You can monetize Twitch mm-hmm. versus YouTube is just, it's just for free. People can just tune in or, or not mm-hmm. tune in, you know? You gotta hope something hits. Right, yeah. right. So we go this Twitch route, but Twitch is very um, labor intensive. And youth oriented. Youth oriented and labor intensive. So number, <laughs> and you have to be consistent, right? You mm-hmm. have to always be streaming. And then on top of that, there always has to be someone manning the board because like on YouTube and Facebook, you can just turn on the live stream and just walk away from the computer and the thing There's just There's no goes, interaction, right? that's why. Yeah, but you have people like requesting stuff on Twitch. They're mm. posting things. There's actually this fun thing last night where people could request um, a word like I couldn't say certain words. <laughs> so like, um, so someone requested tracks 
I was singing Tracks of My Tears, mm-hmm. and then someone requested, like, you or something. Mm-hmm. So whenever I hit that word, I had to stop singing for that word, you know? So there's interactive games like that, so it's kind of fun. But, um, but anyway, so, so someone has to always be manning the board, and when you have a couple of guys that, that man the board for Twitch, you know? So then the thought was, well, maybe we'll go, we'll just do, the other thing is it's hard to book people on a weekly basis, you know, to be yeah, consistent. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to get Tavana to come down, who said he would come down, and will come down. <laughs> Taimane was supposed to come on the pod, uh, the Twitch stream last week, but there was a thing with her that I talked about on the Twitch channel already, so I'm not going to repeat it, but she couldn't make it at the last minute. And so it's been a challenge, you know? So yeah. then we thought, maybe we'll just go back to streaming just to Facebook or YouTube, and then people can just tune in for free. But then I go on Twitch last night and I bring it up and there's people that are only on Twitch and they watch our mm. channel, you know, so now it's well, like... Well, how many people were there at all? Uh, we average about like 30 people on uh, Twitch stream watching and it goes all the way up from 30, it can go up to 150 sometimes and then... So, but do, can you tell if they're regulars? Yeah, there's a bunch of regular people and then it's kind of, and it again, it's interactive. So it's almost like a podcast, but then we play music in between. Yeah. You know? So, okay. so for now... Well, we're not going to stream this Thursday because the other thing that happened last last week was just a mess. So the studio, the, the guys, the video guys all had this big project that they're trying to rush and it's due this week. So they took all the camera lenses, even from the cameras downstairs. So like we got there, it's like nothing, no camera lenses, you know, so we couldn't stream for that reason too. So they're, they're going to be done this week with that big project. So we're going to skip this Thursday and then start again next week okay. with Twitch. Definitely on Mondays, we'll continue with the Twitch. I don't know what we're going to do on the Thursdays. We're going to kind of try to talk about what we do with that. Because, you know, the other thing is the artists would come in and they have no idea what Twitch is. Yeah. So, and Twitch, you're supposed to be talking to the audience, you mm-hmm. know, and interacting with them. But the chat's going and they're completely oblivious to what yeah, is happening. Because you got to look and read the y- Yeah, they, they have no idea. They, they yeah. don't know how to interact with the thing. So then I would have to stand there and kind of off-screen talk to people and <laughs> kind of try to move the show along. It, it just wasn't... Versus if we do YouTube, it's just like, oh, just go play for an hour. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. And then try to look at the chat and if people, you can respond to them or whatever. So that's been the kind of challenge with the Twitch and stuff. What if we tried something fun one night where we, we crossed Twitch and our podcast together? Yeah, we and could John a, holding a guitar. Mm. We could do a Twitch podcast for sure, but we got to go so into the studio to get that interactive thing. Oh, we just be we the three of us then. If it's not that hard. No, the setup is oh, is complicated. Okay. So it's all set up there already. You There's know? too many people then, the three of us and then No, no, it'd just be the three of us. I think that'd be Yeah, it. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe we'll do a podcast Twitch or something. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we're still going to keep pushing it forward, but I just want to give everyone notice that you may not see a Twitch this Thursday cuz <laughs> we got to get all the video guys back and the mm. equipment back and stuff and so it's gonna be one of those things they're gonna not do it on thursday go oh that's actually kind of nice yeah <laughs> so we're gonna do one more week without no no no, no. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out <laughs> but i'm thinking like maybe you know we'll switch off like one week we'll stream to youtube one week, week we'll stream on thursday to facebook and depending on who i can book and you know mm. all that kind of stuff and just keep trying different things who played last night just me and darren so me and darren and i do mondays okay Cool. It's been nice. Like we have regular people that come through, and one of them, like I sh- play Fortnite with her now, because oh, yeah. <laughs> she's a Twitch streamer that streams yeah, Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, good. You're making friends. Yeah. Nice job, John. That's good. Right That's on. Good. All right. So, with that, we'll take a short break. We'll come back with Dara Dung right after this. Okay. And we're back. So we are here with Dara Dung. Dara, thank you so hey. much for being on the podcast. Thank you guys so much for having me. This is awesome. We um we we're doing Zoom today. We couldn't all be together, but uh, you know it still makes good sense to have the have the podcast and do the interview because Dara is a super interesting person. <laughs> it's um, still nice to see your handsome faces over a computer screen. <laughs> that's that's the only reason why they even remotely look okay. Yeah, yeah. I have I have the I have the handsome yeah. filter on my face right yeah, now. Yeah, what filters totally, do you guys totally. have? I know. Right? Why do you guys look twenty one? <laughs> <laughs> Well, before we get into it, uh, I'll just say that Dara is a professional television host, actress, and model. She's a huge animal lover, which we'll definitely talk about. And her family family currently owns four rescue dogs adopted from various local animal rescue organizations. She actively promotes community service and loves working with people and animals. 
The Pet Hui is her TV show that is uh, locally produced here on OC16. It airs on Sundays at 9 p.m. And throughout the week at various times, you can go to thepethui.com if you want to learn more about the show. And just recently, she started a new column in the midweek called Mahalo Nui, where she brings awareness to acts of kindness in Hawaii. So now that that is uh, interesting. Well, there's a couple of things that I want to get into it there. So, but let's uh, start with the midweek. That is an interesting play on doing positive news because yeah. uh, most of the time you hear all the negative stuff. So what uh, it's a brave venture for you. <laughs> well, I think it's so easy to go into the negative, but now I, I feel like people are just kind of wanting the positive. There's so much negativity going on that they want to read about the good things that are happening. They want to see the good things that people are doing specifically to the state. Um, it's outer islands as well. I, I really, really want more letters from outer islands so far. It's just been a lot of Oahu, but obviously there's good things being done with good people on every Island. So yeah, it's a column called Mahalo Nui and it basically has people writing in letters about good deeds that people have done for them in their oh. lives. Yeah. So it's super interesting and it's amazing. People have not lost the art of still writing letters. So uh, shameless plug. My email is mahalanui with Dara at gmail.com. So send me all your letters and I so we featured it. I have prepared. Ah, then, ah, yeah, so there's my yeah. babies. And then that's Shiloh, Gage, Draco, Harley, and Shiloh. Oh wait. Oh sorry, Stitch. And then that's Shiloh. Yeah. Ah. But um yeah, so it's it's super awesome. It's weekly, so send the letters in. And it's amazing that so many good things are being done and we just want to document it and put it in uh, a publication that goes to every home. Well, Can you share us one of the letters you got recently? Oh, yeah. Actually, you know, I just went and I grabbed. So this is the current issue. It just came out today. Perfect. You guys see that? Yeah. Um, this one's kind of a long one. And I literally flipped through it like right before I... Come on. So that's the column. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And this one is about uh, a lady who does senior yoga out at YNI and how they have continued to obviously practice social distancing, but they don't want to lose the socialization aspect during COVID. So they still get together and wear masks and walk together and exercise. And um, yeah, it's, it's great. It's great what she's doing for the YNI Coast community. So when you get the letters, do you uh, you follow up with them, kind of verify everything, get pictures yes. if they have pictures? Absolutely. So when what I ask is for people to include the person's phone number that they're writing about, so I can call them and get a quote and you know see what they have to say about why they did what they did or what they're continuing to do, and even if it is just to network, you know, their business or anything. So we do a multitude of things. That's Draco, my Boston Terrier. <laughs> He's trying to steal my lines, so <laughs> you might hear him every now and again. No problem. Right, you hear Carl's one too every time, too. Yeah, Bruno's around here. So. Look so much alike. Yours and mine. Yeah, yeah, remember I sent you a picture of my dog. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Is he with you there in the? He's, is he next to you? No, he's in the house near me. Oh, yeah. Oh. If he farts, yeah, we'll know where he is. This is the one that's barking. <laughs> Blame the Boston. He's uh, the. Oh yeah, that does look like that does look like Bruno. <laughs> does, yeah, he does look like Bruno a lot. So, so what are the criteria for good? Like, for example, there yesterday uh, I had a meeting with a client, and the guy brought me a sweet potato hapia pie, and I, I feel mean, like that is a, a that is deal. a gesture of goodwill there. <laughs> yeah. So, so would that Definitely. qualify for for uh, or does it have to be a little bit more significant than than that? I mean, in my book, I think that's a good deed. I always appreciate a pie regardless of the flavor, but sweet potato kind of takes it to a whole new level. So he definitely deserves accolades. But we we get letters from people who have like changed people's lives and found dogs that were missing for, mm. you know, weeks and months and just how it's their mm. family members. So it's it's a lot of things. A pie is significant too. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> well, <laughs> Write to me about him. Okay. Okay. I, I will. I will. But so good. I, I like this idea of, um, of, yeah, bringing some positive news to the, to the midweek. Absolutely. We need, it, man. we need positive news in this world nowadays. Yes. Pause. You see how they did the, 
the play ah. because like dog person positive <laughs> isn't that awesome there <laughs> oh my goodness so how do you how do you end up with five dogs so we are horrible foster families <laughs> we don't know what the definition of foster is so what we do every year is uh participate in the celebrities and their pets fashion show that happens okay. at the woman expo and so what they do is they feature local celebrities and they either bring pets that they have adopted in the past or that are up for adoption so we also pair with uh local animal shelters and one year we went and we were you know carrying around our dogs on stage and went to the organization at the time it was Oahu SPCA that we were working with and there was this adorable litter of eight and we decided to help out and foster one and of course the lady there she's like but they're only you know eight weeks and I think it's easier if there are two <laughs> and they won't oh cry my. as much so we're like sure it's only for a few months they had so many dogs and so we started out fostering two and then 12 years later we're still fostering those and yeah and then that's Harvey, how to get you right is, you're what that's how to get you right like, I, mean, I don't it would be so hard to foster dogs and not want to give them back afterwards you want to keep them you know it literally yeah. it didn't even take the months that we were doing it was like the day we brought it home we're like so we're keeping these so yeah. these two we took they're the same they're actual brother sister shiloh and gage so they were from oh a litter God. of eight and we actually were able to meet up with one of the ladies who adopted three of them. So we tried to do like a, a reunion to meet their real siblings. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then the I other, know. the other three, where are the other three from then? So Draco is my husband, the Boston, the vocal one. Okay. And then Harley is from Hawaiian Humane Society. And her story is that I actually had a lab years ago and do you remember that 40 days and 40 nights of rain and thunder? Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. So she ran away. She jumped the fence. Uh, we weren't uh -huh. home. We were off island. Came back and put out flyers. We did a whole search um, for a year. Every wow. single day, I went to the Humane Society. So they knew me. They're like, here she is again. <laughs> so they would take me on the, you know, just to check all the kennels. And, you know, even dogs that had passed we had to go and identify and see whether or not that was ours it was a very traumatic oh my year. gosh wow. but throughout the year i went and fell in love with this harley in a cage and she was just the cutest thing and that's this one she's she's gonna be 14 in october um wow. and so that's how i got harley and then stitch is actually denby's dog my sister denby she used to host the pet week for like a decade mm -hmm. and they used to have segments where they're adopting out dogs so stitch was on the show as jack and he was <laughs> available for adoption and so the lady was like well just take jack home and foster <laughs> 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 and so yeah okay. 15 years later we're fostering him <laughs> my gosh that's amazing yeah, that's i know amazing. they rule the house <laughs> wait so the dog that ran away did you find that no, she didn't come out. Yeah, bad. she would probably be like maybe 16 now. So, mm. okay. yeah. So these that, really the dogs that you have, the dogs that you have are actually older dogs then? Yeah, they're okay. they're all pretty old, except for Draco's six. But the rest are all above 12. Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. But we love them. And they yeah. still act like puppies. So our iRobot, I mean, after it goes throughout the entire house, I think we could make another dog so i was gonna say the pet who has been on for how many years because yeah your sister was doing it it's now been you while, can, yeah it's been a, it's a long running so, show over 15 years yeah huh. and it's um i think it's one of the oldest shows on spectrum oc 16 yeah. so and it does great things it not only helps to adopt out dogs but Pet Detective Alpha Dog segment, you know, that helps to reunite missing dogs. We also go to local businesses and try to support them, local vets. And, you know, we support local. It's a great show. It's not just about education, but about supporting the businesses that support the show. Well, the, the love of pets, is that like family-wide? Is it just the three of you sisters? I mean, oh, no, did your it's, parents? it's everyone. It's, oh, my parents. Uh, okay. When my mom grew up, she had like, I don't know, like 13 or 15 dachshund. Oh. So, so my time? mom, yeah, yeah all, <laughs> like all in one house. 
birds, parakeets, Siamese cats. So when she was growing up, her uncle was a postal worker. And he said people used to drop their kittens and dogs in the mailbox. So when he'd pull out the mail, oh. there would be these kittens and puppies. So he would, you know, and it happened daily. So people felt it was safe. So he would take them home to my mom. And fortunately, oh. my grandparents were just the most amazing, loving animal lover people. So they never said no to my mom. Like, clearly. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. They didn't say like no. Putting a, um, an animal in a mailbox is worse than leaving them in a hot car in the sun. Yeah. But see, I mean, times have changed. And that was yeah. how it was. But when you think about it, now, when you look at like a two o'clock pickup, a five o'clock. So I think it was frequented. But I guess that so. was way That, that would not have even been in my top five of places where I would leave an animal. Right? If I was going to abandon <laughs> one. Yeah. Yeah, don't I, promote I, that. Don't say that. Yeah. Like just, just so we're clear. <laughs> yeah. I think Please number one not. would be humane society. Yeah. yeah. Then you know, number two would be, you know, Dara's house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> number three, right? Yeah. I no, wouldn't I, get Dara's to house next. I wouldn't get to the mailbox the way down 10, the line. So I have five more. So I, okay. I clearly have space there. <laughs> Wait, there's a state limit for the amount of animals you can own in a house? I think specifically to dogs. I think it's 10 dogs. Yeah. Oh, so don't quote me, but and don't drop off dogs in my house. <laughs> 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 You'll never see them again. They'll just stay with us. So yeah. like, so your husband, because he's a dog lover, or was this one of those things where you said, okay, babe, look, just so you're just so we're clear <laughs> dogs don't go anywhere you are living here with us now so he's always been a dog lover and he always yeah. wanted a boston terrier so when he brought, brought draco home and draco uh, was like this big and just so cute i mean i couldn't yeah was your, I was like, um, okay we can get married <laughs> does your dogs all share the same bed at night too with you guys yeah. Oh okay, so there's so much like controversy on whether or not a dog should be allowed in bed with you. I am clearly pro. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Bruno shares the bed with us. Right? Yeah. I don't know. I sleep in the most uncomfortable positions. And even if they're like this big, somehow they take up so much space. But, and we end up complaining, but we love it because when they're not in bed with us, we're like, hey, where, <laughs> where are you going to sleep if it's not with me? So did you have to get a bigger bed just because you know you because you it's not like you've been married for like 12 years and you've had all these <laughs> dogs so you know what i'm saying i'm trying to figure out how this works like once you were like okay i guess i guess i'm gonna keep the boyfriend slash husband now we have to find a place for him in a bed somewhere it's not a bed. no i'm just kidding i know right <laughs> we make it work we we somehow make it work we'll just push a bunch of mattresses together and we'll <laughs> Because well, dogs one is like on my stomach. I know, dogs, right? Dogs are kind of like people too, in the sense that but our better. friend, our friend, well, <laughs> our friend has a dog, and, and it doesn't like sleeping in the bed. It sleeps on the floor because it doesn't oh, want to be. But like when I had my dog, he used to like want to just like nuzzle up to you. Right. He'd be like a freaking fireball at night. He's so hot, <laughs> so I'd like move away, and then he would just like scoot closer to me again. You know, yeah. like uh, so. Every love dog is that. a little different too, right? How they yeah, close to I one absolutely being. love that. And I feel like when they're not in bed with me, there's just something missing. So mm. I'm I'm an advocate for dogs in the bed. Kyle's Kyle's dog likes Bruno likes to put his butt right by Kyle's head. <laughs> that's and that's his expression of love you know somehow. Gassy, I don't know how to you know how gassy bustateros are. Yes, they fart so much. Yes, they and do. And loud. Yes, they do. And snore. Yes, they snore very yeah. loudly. And Draco has it down where he knows exactly where the fan is going to blow. So he lays in front of the fan and he starts. <laughs> and so it just like oh, walks man. the whole. Yeah, wow. he's very talented. Very yeah. often <laughs> Dogs, brilliant creatures. Yeah. Plus it's, plus it's good because if any either of you farts in the house, it's all good. You just blame it on the dog. <laughs> yeah. Like really, truly blame it on the dog. So. Can I share something though? He has a very distinct smelling fart. 
Oh. I do. Oh, really? Right? I do. Like, yeah. you know that that's his part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of wow. grassy and sulfuric, I have to say. Devin yeah, and very well. No, it's only because when we're when we're sh- when we're doing the podcast, every time Bruno will come and for whatever reason he'll sit <laughs> by me yeah. and then he'll just let him go while we're doing them. So let's talk just, about wow. that, Devin. What is it about you that I don't know? I know, I know. It's uh, I, know. I get gas, I get gassy just talking to him too. Common <laughs> <laughs> denominator. I know, right? <laughs> I bring it out in people. What can I say? It is Hidden true. talent. Hidden yes. talent. Yes. That's why I, I try to... Huh? This would, this would be the perfect guess to ask about your solution to your cat problem. Because she's an oh. animal lover, but could come up with a solution for the problem that you have, John. I think we. I thought we came up with a solution. Is All your right. cat fart? No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, what? what okay, what, we'll just ask that. It's not Dara. a cat problem. It's people feeding the cat. Yeah, it's not That's a cat problem. Yeah. I don't have a problem with cats, but people near my house feed the feral cats, mm-hmm. and it drives me crazy because we have like 18 million feral cats in Hawaii Kai now because people will not stop feeding them, and um, that was my big. When we started this podcast, that was one of my first topics that I went off on: are people who feed feral cats. I, I don't understand them. They don't make any sense to me. But uh, so I think it's coming from a good place. They're clearly animal lovers and I they don't want the cats that. to go hungry. But there are organizations like, for instance, the Hawaii Cat Cafe in Kapahulu. And they work very closely with the Hawaiian Humane Society where they go and they take these feral cats to the Humane Society to get spayed or neutered. And then they release them again or they put them in Hawaii Cat Cafe, which by the way, if people don't know, you can just go there, grab a cup of coffee and go into a room and sit down and play with cats. So it's super awesome. I'm going to plug them because they're a great organization and all the adoption fees go back to Hawaiian Humane Society. So they literally don't keep anything. It's all the wow. money they get is just from, you know, you supporting them and buying a cup of coffee. So it's a, it's a great place to patronize as well, right on Kapahulu. So that's another way, I think, to deal with it. If, you know, these people, maybe they don't know that there are organizations that can do that. So mm-hmm. you put up flyers in your area and be like, hey, <laughs> maybe don't <laughs> feed so many feral cats. Please, especially if they're on John's million. house. Especially on John's house. Please don't do that. You mean me getting out of my car and yelling at them? It's probably not going to work. <laughs> no. <probably> <laughs> Uh, no they're they're fine if yes if that's what they and that's what that lady said she was doing but we'll see actually you know what to be honest now that i think about it it hasn't been that bad i mean we still have a few but it it got less so maybe she was doing what she was saying yeah it's been a while i haven't thought about it in a long time to be honest so well, thanks Kyle, for bringing that Kyle. up, Kyle. Right. Yeah, so thanks, no, thanks, thanks, Kyle. We ignited that. I, yeah. I know how scarred John was about that that incident, <laughs> those incidents that he has to deal with, you know. Man, people feed it's a Hawaii Kai thing. They feed everything. If you if you have an animal that needs food, just drop it off somewhere in Hawaii Kai, someone will feed it. Because they feed the birds, they feed the cats, oh my gosh. they feed the fish. Yeah. Yeah. Funny, the funniest thing is when we had Tavana on, we found out one of those ladies is his mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she's basically like, I was like, oh my God, that's my mom. <laughs> sorry, sorry. But you know, leaving Hawaii Kai Costco at night when you're driving out and your headlights yeah. are yes. on, I mean, all you see are just, you know, sets of eyes. So, yes, I understand. That park and ride, there is like a whole herd of cats, like thousands. But I, I understand. I'd like to think it's coming from a good place. So, mm. Yes. Hey, Dara, Dara, I've known you for a really long time. Not that you'll admit it, but it's true. Um, Which so doesn't I, make sense because we're both only 21. So I know, exactly. I don't exactly. know how we've known each no, other. No, but I, what, I, what I want to do is I want to hear about this, this fabulous trip you took to get married. Because, like, <laughs> uh, no, seriously, because I mean, I, 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 like many people, saw it on Facebook. It, it came up and you and, well, now your husband, you know you're off on this wonderful trip and then you're like hey got married we all went wait you didn't what? get my text 
<laughs> no, I, I did not get the invitation, but that was a very long trip. So, but I, I wanted to hear about it because it was really, it was really cool. I mean, the way that, the way that you did it, the way that you, uh, I don't know, the way that you pulled it off, it was almost like you guys, you know, eloped or something and just kind of went. We oh, did. Okay. And it was, it was actually awesome. Uh, we were actually waiting for February, 2020. So we wanted to do it February 20th, 2020. And then our friend was performing in an opera in Italy. And so we're like, well, and, and that was in September of that was, 2019. That was Charlie. That was Charlie, right? That was Charlie. Yes. Yeah. It was actually August. And so we weren't able to make our schedules just didn't match up. And we were just mm -hmm. going to go and support him. Oh, wait. Say, I know. I don't know what happened to wait. John. I just John. realized February 20th is my anniversary. Oh, so we would have had the same anniversary. Well, that's why we chose it, John, because we wanted to share your anniversary. <laughs> yeah. They wanted to steal your thunder. <laughs> yeah. And you know why the reason that that's my anniversary? Because it's a, month, so. it's a month after my birthday. So my wife knew that if it was on the same day as my birthday, a month later, I would actually remember that date. Oh, so do you remember it every year? Well, I mean, it doesn't... he has it put in the calendar in his phone, so he never forgets it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll be quiet now. Sorry. Back to you. No, no, no. And so our schedules just didn't work out. So we pushed it to September uh, because we just thought, well, Italy would just kind of be a cool place to get married. No one had ever been there. My family, his family hadn't gone. So yeah, I mean, you can do everything online now. So it's pretty amazing. You find an officiant and you can request like that they speak Italian and English. They send you a questionnaire. Wow. They personalize everything for you. Um, and you can choose to have a photographer there, a musician. It's really awesome. And they send you pictures of locations so you can choose where you want to get married. Uh, it just kind of came together really nicely and easily. And thank goodness it was pre-COVID and everything just yeah. worked out perfectly. And we all, we all got to see Italy for a few weeks before we got married. Nice. That is so cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was always wondering about that because it was like one day that I was like, I'm getting, I'm engaged. And then the next thing I do, you're like, we're married. And I went, oh, wait, well, what happened? Okay, cool. Yay. All right. Yeah. So, but we were That's engaged awesome. for a couple of years. So it yeah, was, yeah. it was nice. It was time. Yeah. <laughs> Clock was ticking, buddy. <laughs> let's go, baby. Come on. All right. Okay. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to talk to Dara about that that's always intrigued me is you have two sisters, right? Denby yeah. and Dana, yeah. right? And they're all like really well put together, very smart, yeah. they're talented, all that kind of stuff. They all get along, all that stuff. Yeah. You know, they, they don't try to kill each other when they see. So what what uh, what deal with the devil did your parents sign? Or what what, what what how did they? pull this off like what what kind of magic powder are they are they you know can you go back to the list and then just add a few more and let's just focus on that for a second. They're, they're all beauty queens <laughs> and, and humble and yeah yeah, oh, and, yeah totally humble totally. they're you know, super smart they're talented yeah i mean oh, yeah. i always look at this family like wow this these parents must know something that i don't know because my kids like they can't stay in the same room for 10 minutes before they start you know beefing you know so what, what I, was the magic sauce? Was your mom like a tiger mom or something? She just got on you guys and you got to learn the cello and, you know, stuff like I that. Think or... It was the opposite. <laughs> like I credit our relationships, the four of us, we have a brother too, Dean. I credit the four of us having the relationship that we do because we never lacked love growing up. Like we were so surrounded by both sets of grandparents who just adored us and you know doted out we had aunties and uncles and cousins and I truly feel like we always felt loved in anything we did if we wanted to do sports if we wanted to run for student government if we wanted to fundraise you know we always had a thousand percent support from our family and I think that none of us ever felt like oh you know you're leaving one of us out and excluding us and just giving love there and and if you know, say my parents were busy or they were working. They always had my grandparents to talk to, my aunties and uncles. So I feel like we're the product of the environment we grew up in. Yeah, your mom, your dad was a uh, very well-loved man. And your mom just, 
positivity just comes off of her in waves, man. Like you run into her, this, oh Devin, it's been so long since you look so good. You're like, do you ever have a bad day? <laughs> no, she loves stuff. you. She's and she <laughs> doesn't. She's she's so awesome, you know. And and um, uh, yeah, it, 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 you're right. I think a lot of it stems from that love that you got from your parents. They were, I mean, they were su- they're such terrific people. So yeah, I and I think they were both that way. You know, they just yeah. they really truly wanted us to be creative and so we whatever we decided to get involved in whether it was pageants or just anything musicals you know it was like okay let's make this work whether or not you need a ride or you need food and the things that oftentimes we take for granted but they were just so supportive yeah Yeah. so so you as kids were pretty um ambitious and adventurous and wanted to do these things it wasn't like it was thrust upon you it was a Chinese household, so piano and violin were definitely thrust upon us. I see. Okay. okay. <laughs> but um, aside from that, yeah, we kind of took initiative. My brother wanted to, he was a, well, he still sings, but he was a part of the Honolulu Boy Choir. So he was the first one to kind of get involved in that. And then Dana, growing up, was a tomboy. And so she felt like she kind of wanted to go, she was very athletic and very much into sports. So she kind of wanted to, discover a different side of herself so that's how how she got involved in pageants and then from there she you know was like I had the greatest time so I'm gonna involve my sisters too oh so she kind of got so you guys had to keep going to all these pageants and you're like well I could do this too no no she said she's like you know what she didn't even want to win the first one she's like I just want to make new friends She's like, I just want friends so her goal really was Miss Congeniality which she won in that pageant Hmm. but yeah and then from there we just she's like you know this was such a great experience for me and it's so fun backstage and getting dressed up so my parents were like okay well if you want to do this you can only continue to do this as long as you're having fun once you start like you know just making it more serious and doing it for the wrong reasons don't do it anymore so that was our mindset going into every pageant was to make friends and just have a good time and you know live your best life so let, let's talk about your brother for a minute, you know? Yeah. Being the lone we'll, give male wolf. we'll give him some love. Yeah, too. the lone <laughs> male wolf in his, in his pack. No um, bathroom time growing up, by the way. <laughs> yeah, should, should we feel sorry for him or should we um, celebrate him that he got to hang around with all your pageant friends at your house, checking out all these chicks throughout his life and going through all these pageants and stuff? <laughs> you can feel a little bit sorry for him and then you can also celebrate him. <laughs> but he's he's a great brother and he was just you know he never took it like he was being pushed to the back burner he was always very happy and and wanting to carry our flowers and our gowns and support us so. is he younger or older he's the oldest first first born so he, doesn't, child. he doesn't have to i know he doesn't have to worry he's the oldest male so, so did, he, did, he, did he did he hook up with any of your um pageant friends or anything like that <laughs> Wow. He was, he was too busy polishing our jewelry and carrying our stuff. And <laughs> do this wow. Do that. <laughs> no. oh, that's a great brother, man. He's yeah. awesome. Yeah. He's I so would have totally been like, hey, um, Tara, okay, I, I'm going to do this for you, but can you introduce me to Miss North Carolina or something? At least put in a good word or something. You know? uh, no, he's very selfless. So we're very fortunate. So Even what? musicals, when the three of us wanted to do musicals, he was always like, okay, what do you need? You know, do you need rides? Do you need me to drop off your costumes? And so I think he's, he's on that role. I think he's taking it on more now that my dad is gone too. He's really, I mean, I my mom has really become my mom and my dad, but I feel like my brother has really honed into his paternal, paternal love. <laughs> <laughs> cool to hear yeah so what about the acting and the modeling i mean are you still pursuing that full blast um i know you just did you were just in something like the wrong missy right or something yes. like that that how yeah, is it that, that was ex- the latest adam sandler production that came to hawaii in 2018 so yeah. uh he wasn't in the movie it's just his production so it starred david spade who I got to work with for a few days. And it was just such an awesome 
environment to be on. I feel like, so we did 50 first dates years ago. Right. And then uh, The Wrong to See You recently. And I love that Adam Sandler always uses local people. You know, I mean, obviously he flies in his family, right? His movie family, the right. Rob Schneider and, and everyone else. But he, like the craft food services are local people. The camera guys are local people. Background is, you know, a lot of the actors they bring in are local. So I love that he supports our economy that way and celebrates local talent because we do have a lot of people here who act and model and do all those things. But yeah, it's super awesome to be on the set of any of his movies because everyone's just chill and mellow and and has it been um less busy just because of covid like you can't for for modeling because you know as a musician we're we're doing barely anything just online stuff i would imagine modeling is kind of the same i mean i guess you can get on closed sets and stuff and test but it's just there's less stuff going on just in general right yeah so for about a year and a half everything was shut down and when things started to open up again, we had to do all of our auditions like this. So online. And, oh, really? You know, we slate. Yeah, it was actually pretty cool and convenient. And we actually continued to film the pet movie from my house too, which was awesome that that could continue because we weren't allowed in vets offices. We weren't allowed in businesses. I mean, nothing was open really. So we were still able to work with Spectrum and continue the show with new episodes and not just do reruns for two years. I'm glad you got used to it. I'm still not used to trying to audition <laughs> over Zoom. It's insane. Where do I look? Yeah. Uh, where am I lo uh, looking? <laughs> okay, we know I'm looking in the camera. It's insta. But it's kind then, of good because you can review yourself. Like it's immediate, right? You're like, I know, but maybe I, I should but, wear something too. But I also don't like watching myself on screen. So it's worse. Because then, then you got to uh, record yourself and then you got to watch yourself back over. Yes. And over, and you go, oh no, that wasn't good. I gotta do. <sighs> but you look good on camera, Devin. You, you. No, 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 no. So I don't. Long. No, I, I mean, no, I really don't. I really only don't. because you're 21, so for so long. But... Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> From when I was born till now. Yes. Um, Out of yeah. the womb, you were auditioning. Mm -hmm. But even you know, like uh, you know, you've done plays as well, and it's been one of the hardest hits for the theater side because we can't. Uh, right now, in fact, we're uh, we're in a holding pattern with uh, Be More Chill at Mono Valley Theater because we, we had to we were supposed to be open already. Then they shut us down. Then they yeah. said, OK, we're, we're going to open up again. And now the show is going to happen October 14th to the 31st. And we went, yay. And then the mayor came along and said, oh, no, we're close to the 19th. And we went, oh, OK. Yeah. You know, and, it's just, and, and Joy Luck and Joy Luck Club is coming up, too, for Mono Valley Theater. So it's like. Um, you know, we're all worried about uh, what's oh, going on. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. Joy Luck Club is supposed to be right after us, but we don't know what's mm -hmm. going on now. So, and that's actually a show right up your guys alley, right up your alley, man. The, right up my Chinese alley. American did, uh, no, no, oh, oh, oh. no, no, no. <laughs> I was yeah. say, uh, wow. Not, not so much you, John. Or okay. <laughs> we're typecasting right now. Yeah, yeah, I actually yeah, yeah. did a movie with Devin a few years ago. My part got cut out from it, but. Devin was in it. It's called Go For Broke. And that was with Stacey Hayashi. Yeah. And it focused on the 442nd uh, Veterans. Great local production. And Stacey did such a good job with it. But um, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, I think uh, she was trying to find the funds to do another one. So, so yeah. So. And, yeah. and now they can put you in that one too. Because they <laughs> cut you off. <laughs> so. What part were you playing? I was actually playing Fuku. Okay, this is such a Hawaii story, all of this. So I was playing this lady, Fuku, who was the wife of one of the veterans. In okay. real life now, my Spanish teacher from Roosevelt is her daughter Ooh. and her brother. So her daughter's uh, brother was in the Royal Hawaiian Band with Envy. Oh my oh. gosh. So That's... I would like see him and I'm like, what's up, son? You know, <laughs> I like literally played his mom. And it was so funny. So Sandy, the daughter, when she found out that I had played the role of Fuku, her mom, she sent me her mom's picture. And I think oh, they wow. posted it on social media, but I posted it next to the picture that they had, you know, done me up hair and makeup to look like her. She's like, oh, you actually do look like her. I was like, oh. 
Oh, oh nice. that's really sweet. That's cool. But small world, right? Like, what are the right. odds? And yeah. well, in Hawaii, the odds are, yeah. are pretty high. Yeah. <laughs> degree of separation. Yeah. yeah. And I gotta yeah. give I gotta give props to Devin in that movie because when I saw it, I knew he was gonna be in it, but he had the most emotional role in that whole thing. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, holy crap, he can act. <laughs> he was very impressive in that movie, Thank Devin. You. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. He just thought I about that you were shocked. <laughs> No, you know why? Everybody, everybody we, was shocked. <laughs> we've been we've been acting, you know, together for a while, and we always play like more slapstick comedy or you know lighthearted yeah. roles. But it was yeah. the first time I seen him in an emotional role like that, and it, it blew me away. His acting skills, you know, so that's a really good job, Devin. Yes. That one. And the I Emmy wish, goes too. I know. No, I just wish I had known um, a little bit more about the film part of things because they. Uh, that that whole scene, I have to start from way out back and then run in, and then the whole right, and then I get all emotional, yeah. <laughs> and and I got myself to that place, and then we started, right? We ran, and then and then about like six takes in, they go, okay, Devin, now it's time for your close up, and I went, but I I did all the crying back there with the like the first <laughs> five takes, so I. I got like I, I had I yeah I had like nothing I was like oh this is going cry to be again <laughs> yeah they're like cry okay now we're gonna push up way close on your face and I'm like oh god this is what you had to do then you pull those hairs out and stuff like that or I have no. they put a Couple. they put a drop they put a drop in my eye that makes you that makes you tear a little bit and then um what did I do I just listened to really sad music I was and gonna I, say I, Kyle well, the boys to men you just thought about <laughs> for real. I just thought about he cannot eat ice cream for a week or something. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was very very sad. Actually, what had happened too was um, uh, I shot like five five of them in a row, all at different uh, lengths, and then uh, they said, "Okay, that we don't we don't need you right now, so you can go." And I thought, "Okay, well, I have to kind of stay in this place." So I ran off uh, across the campus, and I was sitting by myself, just sort of concentrating. And then all of a sudden, they're like, "Devin." come back, come back. We need you to go back. And I'm like, huh? So I had to get up and sprint over to this thing. So I sprint over there and they're like, okay, cry. <laughs> I was like, huh? <laughs> so it was, it was, uh, it was, it was really weird. <laughs> well, you so did a great job. Yeah. Thank you. But it was a, no, it was an amazing production, man. So many, and like, you know, uh, that I was saying of all local people. So, yeah. you know, they, and they had so many ties to the, uh, to the story that uh you know a little extra in there for everybody so that was nice yeah that's cool and next time you're gonna the the, the sequel you're in there yeah. yeah i can't be like remember me because i wasn't in the first one <laughs> right exactly <laughs> you're basically hawkeye from uh, avengers you weren't in the first one but the second story you got a big role yes. yeah huge role huge role uh, well uh Dara, thanks so much for joining us on, on the podcast. Thank we really appreciate you. it. Let me see if I can. Okay, so number one, watch the pet Hui Sundays at 9 p.m. for new episodes. Read her column in the midweek, Mahalo Nui. And, and write oh, to and me. Her, and more send her, more yeah, to and, me. And, and yeah, I was going to say, and your, email is, your email is what now? It's Mahalo Nui with Dara at gmail.com. Okay, yeah. send her your, your good vibe letters to see. Dara so she can. She Wait, can don't, don't we have the last question? Oh my God! I almost totally forgot about that. Okay, Dara. John, almost John. Sorry, this bad is host, bad host. wow. That yeah, shame on me. We were so into Devin's crying scene that yeah, <laughs> right. Sorry, we were Sorry. distracted. Trying to make me cry again. That's all. Okay, so this this is the most anyway. important question of the of the show. Yeah. Okay, so we are a music channel, so it's going to be have to do with music. If you were stranded on a desert island for the rest of eternity by yourself. And you could only take three musical albums with you to listen to for the rest of time. What three albums would you take with you to the desert island? I'm a big Beatles fan. So definitely one of theirs. Don't make me choose. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> we, we, huge... have given, we have given a pass for artists. So, okay. Yeah. So the, the Beatles collection. Are... Um, I'm also a huge Sarah Bareilles fan oh, so okay. really any of her albums uh, we saw her in waitress last year or oh, the year before wow. that now that doesn't count and she's just fabulous she's amazing and we you were know so who's, lucky 
You know who's friends with Sarah Bareilles? Justin Me. Young. She doesn't know, but Justin. But, yeah. So if you ever get a hold of Justin, he's he knows her. Like I, I've uh, really been very tough. Yeah, because he said that uh, back when he was, you know, just playing clubs and stuff, she used to yeah. play before or after him. This is before she had her out, al- you know, album and stuff. So they would hang out. Oh. And, yeah, he knows her pretty well, actually. She's amazing. So we. I love Sarah Bareilles. I love her. I love her. I would like to say I'm friends with her, but I think I just send her stalker messages and she doesn't reply. Yeah. Like, I'm not so sure. Yeah. That's <laughs> so true. I feel, I feel like she'd be a great friend too. Oh my gosh, right? She's just the sweetest and she's so raw and real and just very New York and I love it. Yeah. But we saw her the first time in a matinee and the second time it was Jason Mraz's closing night. So, you know, he was like oh, guest yeah, yeah, yeah. on uh-huh. as yep. um, oh. the love interest mm-hmm. and that oh, one was sold out i mean we had like the last row on the balcony but it didn't matter and we were watching sarah Bareilles and jason mraz so i mean wow. come on and as a side note john i don't know if you remember but i would go to one of your like very first pure heart concerts when you guys would perform at harry's music store no house of music house, house of, of music. music yes oh. well remember jake worked the, there you did work there right with jake, jake jake worked there jake, jake worked, worked there I spent so, enough time there to have had work there, but I wasn't on a paycheck. <laughs> they didn't pay me. But yeah, I think me too. But when <laughs> he used to go and like just kind of play around with the ukulele before he was Jake, yeah. then we would go and hang out. And then they moved to that location that was uh, street level. Yep. And I think I still have pictures with you and Jake and Lofaka. Really? And they set up a stage there and we were like, pure heart. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I remember so wait, when I was born too, because that's we're still your, clearly in our 20s. That's one of your right. chosen ones on that desert island? No, no. Yes, and the third is a Pure Heart album. No, 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 no. <laughs> finally, <laughs> finally, John, yeah. somebody picked you guys. That's that's awesome. not, that doesn't qualify. No, we got to get three three real albums. John is like, that's a given. But that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> Pure Heart should have been mentioned before the Beatles. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, give, give us a real one. Give us a real um, third one. <laughs> So it would have to go between. Ooh, so you tough. get four. Everybody, so you get yeah, four, I know. Seven, Everybody skirts this. Yeah, I know. Moving it well, there's okay. So they're all based on obviously musicals because big Broadway fan. So Miss Saigon <laughs> is one of my favorite. Okay. So it's probably between that one and Wicked. Oh, wicked. Okay. Ah. Yeah. Okay. I feel so like Phantom of the Opera. Over I know it. Wicked over what? Wicked and Saigon over Hamilton. So I only recently saw Hamilton when it came out on Disney Plus. I didn't get tickets the whole time it was on yeah. Broadway because they were, I think, starting at about 500 and anywhere in the first 20 rows was like 3,000. So I was like, yeah. mm-hmm food or Hamilton so <laughs> I only recently saw it on TV and yes I am a new a newly um Hamilton lover but John only gave me three Kyle <laughs> <laughs> and she got four out of it so I, know, right? yeah. I got four I was gonna say princess and the Iso peanut just to you know there you go wrong yeah, it off. just to plug Roz because she's amazing Yay. too but yeah so many the rest, I would just like sing and, you know, really like no one was listening on a desert island. <laughs> <laughs> well, perfect. Thanks again. We really appreciate your time and hopefully we can have you Thank back you. In, in person one of these days. Yes, mm-hmm. I look forward to that. Thank you guys so much. Okay. Have a good evening. Good to see you again. Thanks, care. everybody. Bye. Bye.